Welcome to Skiba News Nation, bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions, and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba. Hey, Skiba News Nation family. We're here for another episode, episode three. We're going to be talking about fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. Jeremiah Dirt has a special appearance. And we're going to be talking about the JFK assassination. So much of a simpler shot. This is only a tripod. And how my theory is Oswald never did anything and Jack Ruby was controlled. So, I hope you enjoy this upcoming episode. Stay tuned. I'd like to introduce my co-host, Jake Grant. And here we are. How you doing? Hey, Jeremiah. Hey. Doing well, doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Same as you. <laughs> A lot of cool stuff. <laughs> in right. this. This is gonna be our best episode, I think, so far. Yeah, every time, bigger and better, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this episode as well, man. So we're going to talk about current news, which is mainly Jake, and I comment on it. And then history, which I do, and Jake comments on it. And then we do memes, life, uh, or lighthearted. So, you know, through all the darkness, you can laugh a little bit. But before we get into the current news, we also have a, a, a new awesome segment from my buddy Jeremiah Dirt, uh, a mini word dig that we can discuss as well in the middle of the show. Uh, so that's going to be brand new. Nobody's seen those before, and uh, I'm really excited for you guys to see that as well. I'm excited too. This will be my first time. It'll be great. All right. So, Jeremiah, I, uh, I wanted to ask you a question. Did you happen to see that movie, Dune, the new Dune movie? I don't think I have. Is that is that a, a currently like currently in the theater? Yeah, well, it didn't currently come out. It came out uh, several months back, um, and it's uh, it's pretty much one of the precursors to a lot of science fiction movies. It, a lot of elements of Star Wars, for example, were drawn from the movie Dune, and it has a very famous saying in the movie. It's called "Fear is the mind killer." <laughs> And, uh, and today, uh, just before we get into how this is coming about in the mainstream news, uh, I just got to throw this picture up here because while uh, Dune is pretty cutting edge, you know, really uh, a cool science fiction movie, a lot of uh, things, elements of Star Wars are actually based off this Dune book. There's a lot of interesting uh, conspiratorial and, and social commentary aspects that was from this book that was then made into a movie and and they just made a, a brand new version of it uh, this previous year. But uh, I wanted to start off with that because we're going to be getting into how fear truly is the mind killer. Because, you know, I'm a Bible believer, you're a Bible believer. Some scriptural context. For, uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And man, if this 
doesn't relate to what we're going to be talking about today with MK Ultra, um, how fear is used as a mind control tactic on the general populace. Uh, oh man, it's it's just it's a very important topic. I wanted to show this is fear always works to influence the population when the population is uneducated. Wow. And while we might not be experts, Jeremiah, you or I, our hope is to educate the population on how these things are being used against us to form narratives to control the population. Talking about uh, why fear has to be overcome, why it's something that's used to really keep us from our destiny is super yep. important. A lot of people don't realize that fear is one of the things that uh, actually is warned about in the book of Revelation, right? One, oh, yeah. the, one book in the scriptures that tells us you get a blessing from reading it, right? It, it's, it's, a, it's a actually right at the beginning. It's like, hey, if you read this, you're going to be blessed because it kind of warns us of the agendas that come on the world in the future prophetic sense, but are super applicable. And I wanted to start with, uh, this is uh, Revelation 21 verses 7 through 8, and it's a warning about fear. Okay. And like we started out, Fear is the mind killer, right? And uh, I know I've struggled with different things in my life, the fear of uncertain future, the fear of this or that, but this is what the Bible says about fear. It says here in Revelation 21, 7 through 8, The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. You know, talking about the kingdom of heaven, right? Right. But as right. cowardly, the cowardly, right? Mm -hmm. The faithless, the detestable. Mm -hmm. As for murderers, sexual immorale, so sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. It starts off with the, the people that don't make it to the kingdom of heaven, the people that fail this ultimate test of life, right? Right. It starts off warning right. that they are the cowardly, the people that are fearful, the people that give in to their fear and uh and and so when we see a lot of the things that are happening on the world stage uh in today's world such as the fear of speaking up for what you believe in right right uh, i could lose right. my job for having a voice people people are fearful for speaking what's on their mind when it comes to mandates when it comes to political correctness when it comes to speaking out against agendas that are here to taint our youth. I'll show this one last picture here, and, and then I'd love to hear your thought, Jeremiah, on, on fear and, and why it's used against mankind to kind of uh, sheep herd us or, or make us like cattle to the slaughter, right? And, and okay. the last one here is, I fear God, not COVID, right? right. And uh, <laughs> right. So this is just an example of what we've seen over the past few years. Uh, with a lot of agendas that were pushed because of medical situations, I, I kind of have come to this um, realization that fear is all based on self-preservation. And it's oftentimes when we set ourselves up as these little idols in our own life to preserve our view of what reality should be, right? We want to keep ourselves safe. We want to provide for our families in tough times. And fear can cause us to lose our love for mankind to lose our love for God because we then reject doing what we know is right just mm -hmm. because we're fearful. 
And uh, I want to kind of hear your feedback on the topic of fear, Jeremiah. Fear, you can lose your voice, you know? You can lose... Uh, I can give you a great example of, of fear in my life. And that's... Uh, I used to work at Amazon. You want to hear my Amazon story? It's pretty messed up. All right, so I worked at Amazon, and this was during the 2020 election. And I'm a Trump guy, so I was wearing a MAGA hat. And they were telling all the white employees that they were racist in so many words, in so many ways. And you could wear a BLM t-shirt, you could wear whatever, but if you were a conservative, you better fear the, the management. You better fear them. You better do what they say or you'll be fired. So I didn't. I got death threats on my car. I got uh, reprimanded by this lady who just started screaming at me because I had make America great again on my hat, just those words, which is insane. And uh, actually, let me see if I can find it. I have it right here. I don't know how much of this we can show, but this is one of my death threats. And I was fearful, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that. I won't read it out loud, it has, lot of cuss words in it but but I, I keep it as a reminder to not live in fear to do what you believe in that's my thought about it if you fear everything you'll never have a voice you can't be a voice for the voiceless so yeah it definitely is tied to a lot of the things we're seeing coming on the world stage and scriptures talk about how men's hearts will fear fail them for fear of what's coming on the earth because we can kind of see the, the waves being made by the new world order, by all these different agendas that are being forced on the population. And ultimately, we see things like this happening, right? This is a picture I wanted to share. People replacing God's protection, replacing their faith in God to protect them from this or that, and then placing that faith on what this says what does this picture say it says the the uh you the know v word hokey pokey the saves the, the hokey pokey saves um but what we can see is that obviously fear caused many people to uh to trust and put their trust in experts so the men in white lab coats mm -hmm. even though there was nefarious agendas and there was money that was backing up a lot of the uh, information that was being pushed to the general populace. And I think what's really sad is, did fear cause the, at least the Christian community, right, that caved to the vaccine, the pokey pokey, <laughs> to reject their trust in God for an idol? I mean, isn't that what idols technically are? Or whenever we take something and we replace our faith in the Most High with something else, and, and they, they, this idol, this squirt juice of the New World Order, is now fear that was kind of groomed during these past few years yep. will now be so much more potent in the coming years in relation to justifying bad choices. And, and this is even related to like a mark of the beast and more difficult decisions that are coming on your life. So, for example is fear, just like they were trying to manipulate you mm -hmm. at Amazon, Jeremiah, they were trying to make you scared for your life, scared of persecution, scared of being chewed out by your boss. 
and bow because down. Because they wanted, right? they wanted you to conform. Yep. Exactly. And if you look at me, I'm not a conform person. Like, I, I, I stand up for what I believe in, and I can't fix that. You know, and like you were saying about the, uh, the hokey pokey and people, you know, giving up God for the hokey pokey. It's like Pope Balchi. You know what I mean? Kind of has some ties with that because he's he is science. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't know what is going to be the full long-term consequences of certain medical mandates. But what we do know is that this is the same tactic that in the scriptures there is a warning that there's going to be a time where people are going to be threatened for their lives, that they're mm -hmm. not going to be able to buy or sell. And these are all things that would make somebody feel, right? And, and, and that's why I pointed out this verse in Revelation 21 verse 8, where it talks about how the, the fearful, the cowardly, and the faithless, they're not going to make it into the kingdom of heaven. And this is a very dire warning because it's trying to get us to be aware that this is the very tactic that the evil Satan, the devil, the, the new world order, these people use this to make you give up your faith, make you give up your trust in the Most High, and that's what leads us down these very scary routes. Uh, I found this uh, really interesting thing I wanted to share with you. It's a New World Order contradiction in YouTube. I know we're dealing with uh, YouTube censorship and we have yep. hundreds of comments are being deleted from these uh, new Skiba News Nation videos, uh, whether it's view counts are drastically being changed, going down. And But I wanted to show you this funny thing I saw. It's... Uh, a fact check uh, that says <laughs> the New World Order is a conspiracy theory, which which uh, is talking about how uh, possibly there is a secret emerging totalitarian one world government, right? right? And it's underneath this video for the World Government Summit, <laughs> very similar to the World Economic Forum, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and they're fact checking the reality of these things that are really coming on the world and you know it just it just reminds me of how even though there's going to be persecution for standing up what in what you believe in right like the guy who was like uh i could lose my job for having a voice even though they call you a conspiracy theorist even though you're fact checked even though uh they try to put you in this box because the people that aren't fearful are speaking up we have to recognize that that doesn't make you crazy and this is going to be tied to uh some other things we're going to be covering in our news segment which is tied to the monkey pox that is coming on the world scene we're going to look at that a little bit we're going to look at gun control and and a comparison between countries that gave up their guns and the death toll resulting from that and communist takeovers yeah. and and then what we're seeing pushed on the american populace today currently there is a bipartisan bill going through uh revolving around mental health and gun control and they're already uh the mass media the powers that be they like to put people with this different perspective whether it's a biblical biblical perspective whether it's a conservative voice they like to paint them as somebody who's lost it mentally, as somebody who's crazy. 
and, uh, and I see a, a slippery slope that's, uh, that's happening there for people speaking up about truths. And so let's move on to a brief discussion about how fear not only causes issues in terms of your faithfulness, but it makes your love of other people grow cold because all you care about is me, 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 and you want to provide for me, 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 right? Yep. Starting off here, I wanted to share this. It says here, Matthew 24, 12, because of increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And uh, there's this really shocking video I found. Um, unfortunately, it's uh, it was suspended from Twitter because they didn't want people to see how bad things are getting. But I did find another example of the very same thing. And that is this, a man who had just been in a car wreck. This just happened just this month. A man who had been in a car wreck then got looted by people that were just trying to take advantage of the situation. Uh, you can see here, um, this man was in a car, he wrecked into something, and this is happening in Los Angeles currently, uh, how City. society is completely degraded and people are taking advantage of people in need. Like, you know, the story of the, the good Samaritan, right? Where the, the guy helped the guy along the road who was hurt. Well, oh my gosh. We are the that is crazy. Of the Good Samaritan here in in places that are completely delving into lawlessness and and just like that verse said in Matthew, uh, because the wickedness increased, the love of many grew cold, and and that's why you see people doing acts like this because they they are taking this opportunity to steal from people, to take advantage of people because of fear, because they want to provide for themselves, they want to keep their boat afloat, and they don't care about others. So anyways, that's uh, pretty distressing, but it just shows us the times we're living in, Jeremiah. And I, I wanted to share that before we move on to the monkeypox topic. It, it, like, what do you think about that and, and how literally it's the opposite of the Good Samaritan story, right? <laughs> Instead of yeah, helping a guy who was hurt. They're taking advantage of everything, everything they could. They, they took out, it looked like they took out every single piece of that car that they could. Yeah. It's clown world. It's like... There are no laws. That's what it looks like to me. I mean, my Bob truck was broken line. into recently, and 28 other trucks were broken into for their guns. I didn't have my gun in my truck. I always keep it on my person. But they're not doing anything about it. The apartment isn't. I haven't heard anything from the cops. Nothing. I mean, I'm sure the cops are doing a hard, like a very detailed and working hard on it but they don't they're underfunded so yeah but i i could totally see them doing the same thing but to 28 other trucks in my apartment complex but that's on an extreme level for sure and it just shows us that really <laughs> the love of many is truly growing cold now and people don't care anymore they don't want to help people they want to hurt people they want to take advantage of situations and it, and it just shows us the society that we're living in and how it's degrading quickly. And, and I believe that um, your reckoning in terms of the way the world is when it falls apart is going to be based on the people you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. So I know these guys right now, they have their buddies and they're going and robbing a guy blind. Hoorah, they get some free stuff. But They're going to turn you know, on each other. Really, exactly. Exactly, Jeremiah. They're going to turn. And, and that's what we want to be 
very aware of is when we live in a population that is turned to wickedness, turned to fear, oftentimes it brings a curse on that group of people. And so you want to surround yourself with people that have a love of, of the truth, that people that have moral standards, that, that stand on the word of God for their belief set, that, that aren't going to descend into madness whenever the world falls apart, because we're definitely seeing it happen before our eyes. Yep. That's why I love the Stephen right. News Nation family, because that's what we're all about. Everywhere in the comments, we're all here for truth. Here's uh, moving on to our uh, discussion about monkeypox. Um, this is a very interesting uh, clip I saw here. Um, it says, started off uh, when this first started to come about, monkeypox likely spread by sex at two raves in Europe, experts say. And uh, we you know, have a, you know, Joe Rogan commenting, this news brought to you by the anti-sex and fun industrial complex. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just interesting to me that uh, this monkeypox topic is coming about um, during the month of pride, so to speak, and it's being linked to this particular community. I have a article here that talks about how uh, from the World Health Organization, monkeypox is public health advice for gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. And it talks about how an outbreak called monkeypox is currently taking place in many countries that do not have typical cases, but this is concerning especially for those whose loved ones in the community have been affected because some cases have been identified through social, sexual health clinics in communities of gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. Um, that kind of reminds me of something that happened in the past, right? Yep, there's a, another interesting uh, outbreak, the, the AIDS outbreak mm -hmm. that happened. And guess who was directly involved in a medicine that was produced to treat that outbreak? And it, it resulted in uh, likely the deaths of people that came up positive for the uh, the AIDS virus, right? Be and and the people that didn't buy into the pharmaceutical push, the medicine to treat it, a lot of them survived into old age despite being de diagnosed with the AIDS virus um, because there was a uh, kind of a an interesting push for a bad pharmaceutical product. And guess who was heading that, Jeremiah? Uh, Bill Gates. Uh well, uh, good try, but the actual Fauci. answer is Dr. No. Fauci. <laughs> I thought it would be some Fauci comic headed. relief. Uh, I mean, I, you know, Bill Gates' dad was definitely involved in some crazy, you know, he was a very big push for the, um, the abortion industry and, and pro-choice uh, instances with that. But, but in this circumstance, we have a very similar recurring pattern of these viruses and the pharmaceuticals that are used to treat them leading to adverse reactions and effects after people try to save their lives because of fear they then buy the the, the lie of the pharmaceutical industry that they have it all figured out and it ends up costing them sometimes unfortunately their life um, yeah but beyond this i wanted to show this brief video about the monkey pox which is tied to our previous virus overlord that just totally changed the world forever. And uh, it's a, a brief uh, video here, and I wanted to share this. All right.
the illness begins with symptoms of monkeypox, fever, headache, muscle aches, swollen lymph nodes, chills and exhaustion. It looks like they are preparing the public for this sort of, um, you know, <laughs> symptoms that really are just the flu. Normally we would have these or, symptoms. Or, or, or they, they could be symptoms after you take a he said, he wraps up and he says, these symptoms of monkeypox, they're blaming it on a new strain, a new viral you know, thing that's going around the populace. But then this, this uh, Peter gentleman, uh, who's been a big advocate against the, uh, the current hokey pokey agendas, warned everyone that the monkeypox illnesses, the symptoms, fever, headache, muscle aches, all the symptoms could very likely be symptoms that are re revealing themselves after somebody takes the for the previous virus, the previous hmm. COVID virus. But, so, but if you don't you know, believe the, in the hokey poke, you're crazy. But if you get it, yep, you could get this. Some things we may never be able to prove, but we can have our discernment meters to the max, right? And we can be very wary when, when things are being heavily pushed by the media to one side or the other. Moving on, the next topic here is related to gun control legislation. And in current news, there's uh, recently a, a bipartisan group of senators that are announcing agreement on gun control. And, and I'm going to share this brief article that's in relation to this topic. And it's a bipartisan group of senators announced agreement on gun control. And it talks about how a group of senators announced an agreement on principles for gun safety legislation Sunday which includes the needed health mental resources, improves school safety and support for students and helps ensure the dangerous criminals and those who are educated as mentally ill can't purchase weapons. And I wanted to point this out because who makes the definition on who's mentally ill and who's not? Currently, they, they call people that don't believe we landed on the moon crazy, right? Right. They believe people that uh, don't agree with a lot of the agendas being pushed, whether it's this or that agenda, if you don't buy into the lie, you can be painted likely as mentally ill. And I just, you know, I don't know that this will be the far uh, manifestation of, of this coming bipartisan bill, but we do see that if they can, they're going to try to take guns away. And there's some warnings that we he see in history regarding gun control. But we see here, um, numbers killed by school gun violence. And it shows, you know, the tragic loss of life in Virginia Tech, Sandy Hook, Ovalde, uh, you know, all these different places. But then in comparison, it talks about the number killed by communist violence after gun confiscation. So, I mean, look, what do you think about this, man? I mean, uh, to me, like having a populace that can protect themselves is so important, so important because we see throughout history, Stalin, Mao, Castro, Castro, and Biden it's now- Very communist. Just like you said in the last episode, those who don't pay attention to history are doomed to repeat it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I noticed there was one school that wasn't on there. And that one school shooting Opal was at, and that's the one at UT from the clock tower. So I might interview him for a later on episode and he's going to talk about it. So 
if that's something that everybody's interested in, let me know. That would be interesting. I mean, th there have been people oh, in man. documentaries that saw less than he did. He he was like, he could see it from where he was. And, I mean, they could have started doing stuff way back then, you know, doing the mental health research. But, no, they just want to take our guns. And, and just in relation back to what we started with, talking about fear, fear is mm -hmm. the mind killer, right? You know, I think that's part of the agenda is when terrible things happen, let no good tragedy go to waste is part of the lingo that we hear in politics. We even have guys like Matthew McConaughey, famous oh actor, gosh. giving heartfelt emotional speeches to try to stir up the public to support this gun control, control legislation. Um, but it's just, it's so uh, tragic to see how things like this event in Texas that recently happened are mm -hmm. used to justify things that could lead to greater atrocities, greater death. If, if, a, if a government turns itself on its people and they don't have a, a means to protect themselves, this is the very topic that the founding fathers of the United States put the Second Amendment in in the first place because they wanted people to be able to protect themselves from against a the government. government. Yeah, against, uh, against government tyranny. And that's what they're trying to do to us. Uh, didn't they do that in Canada already? In the UK? They don't have guns. Yeah, they just in recently, Canada passed uh, bans on handguns uh, for their populace. And, and when you think about the necessity to have a handgun when you're living up in the forests of Canada, uh, where there's grizzly bears yeah, and brown bears. bears and giant wolves, man, they're putting their population to the test. Just crazy, crazy world. To wrap up the news segment, I just wanted to say that uh, there's no way to possibly cover all current news and current topics, but um, the hope here with Skiba News Nation is to, to the best of my ability, apply a biblical worldview, a biblical lens to all of these things that are coming on us and to help people wake up to some of the agendas that are being pushed so that we don't fall prey to some of those people that uh, are warned about, like in the book of Revelation, that are warned about um, who fall into their fear, fall into the deceptions, and don't have a love for the truth. And so uh, hopefully this new segment was beneficial to people. And let's go ahead and move on to the new segment, Jeremiah, the, the segment from another Jeremiah, Jeremiah Dirt, who's doing a breakdown of uh, significant Bible verses in the scriptures for us. And we can discuss back and forth after watch his word dig uh, how it should apply to our lives and, and to the audiences. Sounds good. I'm excited so, to see it. It's awesome. Here we go. Shalom, homies. It's your boy, Jeremiah Dirt, and I'm bringing you a Skiba News Nation WeWord Dig. That would be my word digging Bible study style, but condensed down into an easy, teensy, weensy, but still potent digging into God's revealed word. That's the Bible, y'all. So not so much like this, but more like this. You can check out all my word digging Bible studies by going to my YouTube channel, backslash Jeremiah Dirt, 
and look for the playlist Word Digging Bible Studies. Or online search Jeremiah Dirt Word Digging Bible Studies. And don't forget to go to JeremiahDirt.com to check out all my music and ministry efforts. But enough about me. Let's go. Okay. For this first we dig, I thought we could plumb the depths of scripture and pull up a gem of a verse, um, something that rarely gets paid enough attention to. You know, something from the vast, abysmal underground of seldomly searched scriptures that hardly see the sunlight of our scrutiny. So, man, I sought exhaustingly for such a verse and my attention kept getting led to John 3.16. Okay, okay, I didn't search too hard. There's a parsley shortage in the local area and I had to go to like five different stores to find some parsley. Anyway, this John 3.16 kept coming up on, you know, the searches for most beloved verses. So, I just want to reamplify it. How about that? Everybody knows John 3.16. Scholars in the halls of theological academia know John 3.16. Uh, monks and nuns. Uh, hold up in cloisters and monasteries up in the mountains of the Appalachians. They know John 3.16. Um, even hedonistic heathen hobos that are riding on trains know John 3.16. I just made that one up. Um, everybody knows John 3.16. Big people, little people, fat people, uh, skinny people, tall people, short people. Everybody knows John 3.16. Even this guy knows John 3.16. So many people know John 3.16 that one might say that it's become a little bit cliche. Hold up, wait a minute. No, we cannot let John 3.16 become cliche. The Oxford Dictionary states that cliche means a phrase or opinion that is so overused it lacks original thought. So that would be common phrases like Cat got your tongue. Don't cry over spilt milk. Oh, that, that's sour. That's definitely sour. Oh. Or read in between the lines. Oh, uh, that should have been censored by the review board. Oh man, I'm in trouble. Okay, those are cliches that everyone knows, just like everyone knows John 3.16. But just because John 3.16 is so well known, I don't want to chalk it off as simply cliche. If cliche means a phrase so overused that it lacks original thought, then that definitely can't be John 3.16. I think John 3.16 is simply so well known because it so concisely expresses God's heart of passionate love for you, I, and them. It wraps up the whole uh, gospel message in a way that even a simple person or a foolish person or, or even a child can understand God's glorious intentions for us. The plan of salvation, the plan of redemption, 
Uh, it's all wrapped up in John 3.16. A child can understand God's love by knowing John 3.16. And further, John 3.16 can't be cliche because if cliche means that it lacks original thought, John 3.16 actually expresses God's original thoughts for mankind. So it's like the original originator's original plan, man. Going all the way back before creation, the word reveals God had his original plan of salvation and redemption stemming from his love for you. Jesus expressed um, this himself in John 17, 24. You see it revealed in Ephesians 1, 3 through 5. But the most distinct revelation of God's passionate love and original plan, I feel, is stated in this verse. 1 Peter 1, 18 through 20 says, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you by your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. So we see from that verse, when we read John 3.16, that it's the culmination of this long-standing plan of love and action that God has for you since before he created you and before he created even everything else. Wow, that's a whole lot of Phew! That is a lot of John 3.16 talk and we haven't even read the verse yet. So let's do it. All right, let's re-amplify John 3.16. Y'all ready to dig? Let's keep John 3.16 from the trash bin of mundane cliche! And that's exactly what we're going to do on the next We Word Dig. I hope to see you guys there. Join me then. Until then, shalom, homies. I love y'all. Subscribe, like, comment, and share. And that's a... Oh. Ow. Epic. <laughs> right. What did you think about that, Jeremiah? Well, I think he's right. Uh, we get just so used to hearing it that we don't actually comprehend what it, what it actually says. It just becomes like a repetition or a superstition or whatever. And it's like my dad believed the Bible should be taken literally and comprehended. So I kind of got that from what he was saying. Yeah, I mean, keeping the main thing the main thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, that, that's why I love, uh, you know, Jeremiah. He'll be, you know, doing these periodically. It won't be every episode of Skiba News Nation, but whenever he's able to, he's going to do some of these weed word digs. And, you know, it reminds me of this uh, this verse in 1 Corinthians 13, too. It says, if I have all the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have absolute faith so as to even move mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. And, uh, and, and that's why, you know, I think things like this are so important to, to keep 
in our minds, especially as we're doing the news, as we're doing all these different topics, because, you know, understanding that God loved the world that he gave his only son so that we should not perish, right? And and so just like all these warnings we gave at the beginning of the episode with, you know, don't be fearful, don't be fearful, but have power and of love and of sound mind, like I, I mentioned at the beginning, is, man, when we understand God's love, it helps us have love, and that allows us to navigate the world of fear and tribulations as it's fallen down around us. And man, I just uh, I really enjoyed that uh, that that clip. Um, I enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jeremiah, uh, and uh, hope everybody in the audience enjoyed that we word dig. Yeah, thank you, Jeremiah Dirt, fellow Jeremiah. All right. Uh, well, I think um, other than some funny memes that we can save to the end. We are ready for some super tasty, interesting, uh, historical, conspiratorial uh, presentations from yours truly, Jeremiah Skiba. <laughs> and man, I'm looking so forward to this. He, he, guys, just to give you a preview before he gets into it, he sent me some clips of him investigating this topic, and it is so interesting and so relevant to what we were talking about in last episode revolving around MK Ultra and mind control and i'm just so so excited for you guys to see his presentation just so let's take it off man all right let's take it away okay before i show you my first video what does the jfk assassination have to do with mk ultra in your mind like what 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 do those two things have to do with each other in your mind? Like who could have been affected by MKUltra in your mind? Yeah, I think the CIA is definitely a fishy organization, especially with how you know they were founded from uh, you know, different various groups that had their own occultic practices and things like that. And so if the CIA is involved with MKUltra and, and these people that uh, shot and killed JFK were tied to the CIA or the Fed, then that's the connection for me is that they were probably using these programs in Ultra to then convince people to do their bidding. Okay, that's a good answer, but my opinion is that it all starts with Jack Ruby. So w watch this clip. Here's the first one. The story is crazy. Imagine if the whistleblower had not come forward and we didn't know about MKUltra and, and, and all those oh, documents yeah. didn't yeah. get, they didn't find the warehouse where the documents right, were. Right. Just imagine. Nobody right. in the program has ever come out and, and talked yeah. about it. I mean, they always fall back on, you know, we sign an oath with the agency. Right. If we talk to you without permission and they're not going to give us permission, we could go to prison. Just imagine what life must have been like for them knowing that this is what they were doing to people. These people are agents for the federal government. I mean, what kind of precedent does this establish? Well, most of the people doing the research were subcontracted researchers, medical personnel at prisons. So these people are getting LSD, which is a pretty powerful drug, and other drugs he was using. Uh, and he was hypnotizing them in some of it, many of his experiments without their knowledge and their psychiatric patients. I mean, it's worse than Nazis. Your mind is, you know, the next most important thing besides your soul, and they're tampering with it. Mm -hmm. This is the Jack Ruby stuff, which I guess you haven't gotten to yet. Mm -mm. Jolly was Jack Ruby's psychiatrist. Oh, Jesus. 
Jolly West inserted himself into the Ruby case after Ruby was convicted of shooting and killing Oswald in the spring of 64. Before he was going to testify to the Warren Commission, he had never told, uh, he had never testified at his trial about why he, he killed Oswald. His defense argument was that uh, he had epilepsy and he had had an epileptic fit and shot him and was amnesic of, of the of the the shooting. Holy sh! Uh, and that fits right into the narrative like a key. Well, this gets better. So West inserts himself into the case, gets a sign through his connections to Ruby's new lawyer, Hubert Winston Smith, who's a whole other kettle of fish. But anyway, goes to the Dallas County Jail in, I think it was April of 64, to examine Ruby in preparation for his next trial, because he, he had gotten a new, uh, or an appeal. Uh, for a psychiatric review, and West, who had told Sidney Gottlieb in, in these early letters from the 50s that part of his experiments were inducing insanity in a person without their awareness. West goes to examine Ruby, emerges from the county jail, and there's press waiting for him, and he announces that within the preceding 48 hours, um, Ruby had had a uh, psychotic break that was uh, irrevocable. It, it, it couldn't, he couldn't return to sanity. He had audio and visual hallucinations. During the exam, he said Ruby hid under a table because he thought there were people in the room trying to kill him. Told West that he could hear children's screams outside his jail cell, as Jewish children, as they were boiled alive. And West said he's completely insane the day. I mean, there was no evidence of Ruby being mentally ill prior to West's exam. West was alone with him in the cell and then treated him for about six months. When Ruby finally gave his testimony to the Warren Commission, the three of them, uh, you know, put Ruby under oath and Ruby babbled, was incoherent grabbed Arnold Inspector, who was like him, Jewish, and he said, don't you know they're killing Jews? Uh, and I, and they, they've killed my brother and cut off his legs. I hear them being tortured outside myself. They couldn't use anything. West, that was one of his objectives uh, in his MKUltra research, was to make people induce insanity without a person's awareness. Was there any contact with Jack Ruby before he killed that Oswald? Was, Ruby, yeah. Ruby had a lot of uh, connections to organized crime and federal, he was part of, which later emerged, uh, the anti-Castro-Cuban effort to overthrow Fidel Castro. Ruby admitted never that he stalked and killed Oswald on the orders of, of anyone, but that he was working with these people who were suspected of being involved in the assassination if there was a conspiracy. And he had never admitted that to anyone. Uh, it's only in, in West's file. And West withheld that. What do you think of that? Wow, man. That, just what he said of his, him losing his mind in the interview chamber, right? That It just shows that perhaps they were dosing him with LSD or they were doing something to this guy so that he couldn't come out with actual substantable facts or anything about the shooting that's just insane to think about all right let's be real nobody believes the official story right i mean you would say probably maybe 80 percent of the population doesn't agree with the warren commission report right i mean i know a lot of people cut their teeth in the whole conspiratorial field 
in that time frame of around the JFK assassination and uh, some of the OG conspiracy conspiracy people, that's where they started to be like really suspicious of the government and the things we're being told. Um, because before that, it was like Beaver Cleaver, you know, believe everything you see on the on the TV. Yep. And uh, man, just insane. My dad, we bonded over that. What th this was the first conspiracy that we actually dove into because it happened here where I live in Dallas. And uh, so what I'm about to tell you, a lot of people may not agree with, but prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I, I dare you. So I'm going to give you my evidence and show you what I came up with. So my opinion is that Lee Harvey Oswald killed no one. And uh, here's why. Let's play video number two. The day after he was murdered, the New York Times pronounced Oswald as the killer of President Kennedy. The Warren Commission concluded that Ruby shot Oswald acting alone. It was not premeditated or planned, and Ruby had no help entering the building. People have, have so much to gain and have such a material motive for putting me in a position I'm in. We'll never let the true facts come above board to the, to the world. Two months after winning his appeal and being granted a new trial outside of Dallas, Jack Ruby was found riddled with cancer in his prison cell. He was placed in the hospital, and one month before his new trial was to begin, he died. The Warren Commission never exposed Ruby's connections to the mafia, the FBI, or with gun running and gambling figures in Miami and Cuba. So that shows Jack Ruby was under mind control, and that I mean, the famous words of Lee Harvey Oswald were, I'm a patsy. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. You kill the guy who everybody believes did it for what reason? What motives did he have? Like, I'm a big true crime guy. I love watching anything true crime. And it just blows my mind that without a trial, without anything... They were able to definitively say Oswald did it and was the only shooter. But I don't know if that doesn't prove that MKUltra was involved. I don't know what will. What do you think? Oh, man, just it, it's so interesting to see the revelation of events as time moved on. Because right after the shooting, people didn't know what to think, right? They All they had was that video that was released. They had what was being told them by the investigatory team, right? Mm -hmm. But you could tell that there were things that didn't quite meet the eye. And, and I feel like we often see that even in modern tragedies and events that things don't quite add up. And I think this is one of the great examples of that and, and just like seeing that they have this ability to control people's minds is just so uh, just shocking. I mean, like they really can get people to do these acts and then completely forget it. It's just crazy to think about. So crazy. So since we live so close to Daily Plaza, me, 
my mom and my girlfriend, we all went down there and I wanted to show you guys where I think the fatal shot came from because we went up to the sixth floor museum and looking out that window, there's no way, there's no way that his head could have, he could have been shot that way. No way. And here's a, here's a clip. It's self-explanatory. Okay. Let's go for video number three or four. Here in Daily Plaza. Let's do the news nation. Right there. It's the X. Frame 313 takes Kennedy in the head from the front. It's, it's, it's so it's so much of a simpler shot. This is only a tripod. going back and to his left shot from the front and right back and to the left back and to the left it's so far away from that window there's no way that rifle could have shot him in my opinion so if you see those that first x right there that was when kennedy did this frame 225 the president emerging from behind the road sign you can see that he's obviously been hit, raising his arms to his throat. And he was apparently shot in the neck. Frame 193, the second shot hits Kennedy in the throat from the front. Frame 161, Kennedy stops waving as he hits him. Connie's head turns slightly to the right. So my theory is that this drainage ditch right here is where the shooter went down and went all the, it goes all the way down the street to where perfectly matches up with Kennedy's fatal headshot. So I'm gonna put a sticker there. Let's put it, uh... Let's cover that. That's where the ditch is, all the way down there. place if you ask me. He could have just, he, I think he came right back out of here too. So after he was done, he came right back out the same way he came in. So that's where the storm drain is. That's where it comes from. From up there, we filmed it earlier. It goes all the way down underneath us. Right here. The X is right behind me. I can also show you a view from the storm drain. So this is what the shooter would have seen from his angle. And the X, right there. What do you think of that? Uh, uh, shocking. Uh, very, very graphic close-up scenes of JFK. Uh, there are a few shots, man. Um, and, and so just to kind of maybe summarize what you were getting at is 
do you believe that there were three different shooters or two is it two different shooters and one of them was in the drain one of them was across the street possibly and one of them was up where you first started out the video looking down yeah one um, was one was at the fence the one at the beginning of the video uh I'll, I'll be putting together a longer video that that was where i believe one shooter was and then when we were we were on the uh train track and i think there was a shooter up there and then the fatal shot they wanted to make sure that they killed him they wanted to make sure and so i have further evidence to back up my claim so check this out tom wilson spent 30 years with us steel developing his image processing techniques for revealing imperfections in product surfaces. His expert evidence in murder cases involving gunshot wounds has been accepted in federal court. In 1988, he began to apply that expertise to images from the Kennedy assassination. I don't think anyone has ever utilized the equipment to look at the Kennedy images, because if they have, with the expertise that I know our government has had over the past many years, then I know they will come to the same absolute conclusion that I have. I know, I know that President Kennedy was assassinated by somebody from the front and that there was a conspiracy. The problem has been that in my efforts to bring hard, scientific, technical information to the public, has been thwarted by everywhere I have turned. I've tried the media, I've tried the government, I've tried everything I know, and no one wants to look at the evidence. Using image processing techniques undreamt of when Zabruder filmed the assassination, Tom has uncovered dramatic information hidden within this horrific footage. As we go further into the brain, we are able to observe all of the damage that has occurred in this rear exit wound from the very top of the skull down into where the missile exited through the head. As you can see, this is the scalp area, the damage to the skull, the area of the skull that's been blown away by the incoming frontal missile. And now we can actually go down and see the brain and the exiting bullet has gone through the brain and you can see the path of the bullet here. Lee Harvey Oswald did not and could not have fired the fatal shot that killed our president. Tom Wilson's ability to extract hidden information from the assassination pictures is based on established scientific principles. What is in these photographs and what is measured by the computer and backed up by hard scientific mathematical data all of my findings can be reproduced the Zapruder film allowed me to be able to uh, go in and look at the head wound initially the autopsy photographs allowed me to verify that there were inconsistencies within and the pristine Mary Mormon photograph allowed me to go in and actually measure the wound optically without image processing the case is as it goes darker under this situation because the entrance wound that supported this exit wound was fired from the right frontal area of President Kennedy and it exited through the rear. 
Instead of trying to find shooters or gunmen in the photographs, I decided to concentrate on President Kennedy's massive rear-end head wound. This is a mold that was reproduced from the data points obtained from the pristine Mary Mormon photograph. As you can see, this allowed me to be able to show the massive amount of material that was blown from the head into the air. As the bullet entered the right temporal area, it came within his head and fragmented into two directions. The right fragment is here, the left fragment is here. And this allowed me to determine, as you can see with all the flow of forces here, that all of the material was blown up and the entrance of the fragments came from below. So I had to go back to Dallas and I had to run more tests. And what I found out was something that I had overlooked all this time in looking at the photograph. President Kennedy's wound in his right temporal area is at an angle like this. It's coming out of the ground. And I said to myself, Tom, if the bullet was coming out of the ground, how is this possible? Because I never tried to determine where the bullet came from. I only know what it did to President Kennedy's head. President Kennedy was assassinated by a man firing a missile from inside the manhole cover at the bottom of the steps in Dealey Plaza. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that that is exactly where that headshot came from. Jack Brazil, a seasoned researcher of the assassination, believes that a gunman firing at Kennedy from the storm sewer is no wild theory. In 1992, he put his ideas to the test with a trained military team. They explored the subterranean world beneath Dealey Plaza. After carefully analyzing and researching Dealey Plaza through the years, the only two spots that an assassin could actually hide and squeeze off around at the presidential limousine would be the storm sewer that I'm standing in now and the storm drain, which is located directly behind the wooden picket fence that uh, joins the uh, triple underpass. But that's the only two spots that uh, an assassin could, uh, could hide in and actually squeeze off around and uh, uh, fire at the presidential limousine and, and then, in lieu of that, been able to escape. It took us approximately 53 to 54 minutes, our very, our very first trip. Now that was stopping and uh, uh, investigating and talking on the walkie-talkies, two coffee breaks, and then the second time it took 42 minutes, and the third trip it took 32 minutes, and the fourth trip it took 23 minutes. So we can rest assured that it would take an assassin approximately 20 to 30 minutes to actually escape Neely Plaza underground. This uh, ties in to the storm sewer in the center of Main Street, and it's easily accessible for a would-be assassin and he could very easily have shot the president and used this route for escape which leads directly to the Trinity River so wow. so first of all if first I was all, shot behind from behind wouldn't your first instinct be to do this and then this so that's why I think one of the, the the first shot or one of the first shots hit him in the neck like from front to back 
because he went like this. He didn't go like this. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's a good it's a good observation. It, it makes me wonder <clears throat> now in the official story, do they claim it was only one bullet, one shot, or do they no. say they said it was? Um, I think it was. Was it three or four, Opa? Three. Three. So there was one through the neck, allegedly out the front, and then one that went through Kennedy and John Conley, who was sitting at an angle, and it just doesn't match up. And that's the magic bullet that they found on Conley's stretcher, of all places, and it was pristine. Looked like it hadn't even me haven't been shot at all. Like it hadn't been shot. And uh, I actually saw that bullet once and it was so pristine. I was like, wow, I could put that in a gun and shoot it myself. You know, it was that clear. Maybe I can insert a photo or something. But uh, the third shot was the final and fatal shot. And I mean, you're the expert on this. I'm, I'm just here to be schooled man so <laughs> very interesting and and thank you for that like unique perspective on like the angles just don't make sense do they they just don't and i was thinking about the uh grabbing the neck as we were watching it because i was like i've been shot with an airsoft gun i know it's never gone through but my first instinct would be to do this and like check and then be like oh my god you know so I don't know. There could have been one from the back, but I know the fatal shot came from the front. There's no doubt in my mind. And I don't think Oswald had anything to do with it at all, at all, because he was found several floors down right after this happened. And, uh, he was drinking a Coke. He wasn't out of breath. He was like three stories lower. And there were people that corroborated his, testimony his original or his he didn't really get a testimony they he was guilty until murdered by jack ruby who was under a mk ultra spell and so uh let me show you this last last clip real quick and then i'll show you how it all ties in so on other parts of the of the case that the government put against lee oswald uh obviously he was dead he had no chance to have cross-examine uh, witnesses. Uh, he had no lawyer appointed. Right. These, these people have given me a hearing without legal representation or anything. Did you shoot the president? I didn't shoot anybody, no, sir. Mark Lane, an attorney out of New York, tried to get uh, legal representation for uh, Lee Oswald. In fact, went to the commission and asked, can I represent Lee Oswald? And they denied it because, again, this is, this is not a typical court hearing. This commission has functioned in a fashion which totally disregards the rights of the accused. I don't know if anybody is innocent. I know the case which has been presented against him is full of falsehoods and contradictions. And I know that right now in the office of the Dallas District Attorney is a paraffin test which shows that Lee Harvey Oswald did not file a rifle on November 22, 1963. I know that because I have a photostatic copy of that document. I can tell you from my experiences having tried several hundred cases to verdict and being responsible for thousands of cases ahead of the criminal courts and running the Homicide Bureau that 
I don't believe there's any courtroom in America where Oswald would have been convicted on the evidence that was presented before the Warren Commission. So if he was to be tried today, they don't think that he would have been convicted of anything. They didn't have enough evidence. They didn't have any evidence. Wow. And, you know, people who believe the original story, uh, that I mean, they, did, they didn't have the Z Zapruder film, you know, until Geraldo Rivera showed it on his TV show, which was like 10 years later. So nobody had ever seen the footage and everybody was told it came from the back. And uh, it just goes to show you that people believe what the government tells you, what the media tells you. And if you're a sheep, if you just believe what they say and don't do your own research, you'll never find the truth. You'll never find anything. And the, the way that they took Lee Harvey Oswald's rights is kind of reminiscent of today what they're trying to do to like gun control they're trying like to take it away from us i mean what are your thoughts like the patriot act right the if if you're deemed a domestic terrorist or an information terrorist mm -hmm. could you be suspect to having your rights completely ripped away and i couldn't help but to notice man when you were out there doing the live on scene coverage that t-shirt you had was the Oswald t-shirt. Did you get any responses from people when you were out there? Uh, no. No. I mean, I had a couple funny looks, but, you know, I, I, I'm not scared of... I, I wish somebody would would have came up to me and asked me about it because I would have told them everything that I thought because everybody has a right to their own opinion. I'm not going to believe what the government tells me. And if they do, I feel bad for them, but there's only so much you can do to try to convince anybody haters gonna hate yeah. you know i mean when the government and anybody in general has lied so many times consistently when do we learn our lesson and just stop trusting them altogether and i think people love the comfort of being able to say oh you know the the man in the the suit is here to help but the truth is, is there's a whole bigger thing happening, you know, to deceive the public. And I think this is one of those really telltale kind of it doesn't all fit together uh, situations. And that just makes you see that there is definitely agendas uh, around this conspiracy. And, and I mean, there's a whole lot more that happened after this that I can talk about in future episodes. But none of it makes sense. None of it. None of the official story. So unless people are willing to go outside of the box of the government and what they're being told, they'll never find truth. Never. They'll try to, yeah. and, and, and the people that do try to tell the truth, they'll call crazy. They'll, they'll try to do what they do on YouTube, you know, they'll try to shadow ban us or whatever. So that's, that's those are my thoughts and. That's the history. There shouldn't be anything wrong with asking questions, right, Jeremiah? I mean, I think that's what is so offensive to them is they don't like people saying that there could be another narrative. There could be another answer to the big question, right? Oh, right. man. And, and, you know, before we move off of JFK, you know me, Jeremiah, like I, I like to ask the big question, why? You know, mm -hmm. why? 
was he killed? And uh, I knew we were going to be talking JFK, so I wanted to show uh, the audience. The Biden administration just recently uh, was supposed to declassify all the documents that would have proved exactly what you're talking about, man. Mm -hmm. Look here. It says Biden administration releases previously classified JFK assassination files. But you want to know what's so funny about this report? Let me read here. The Biden administration released a batch of secret government files Wednesday related to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, the latest milestone in a decades-long push by advocates to have all of the documents about the former president's untimely death declassified. And look what it says here. The newly released batch of files posted by the National Archives and Records Administration include 1,491 documents 958 of which are from the CIA, and that is less than 10% of the 15,000 documents that had remained partially or mostly redacted. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, so I know they did redact and reveal a lot of information around this topic, but they still have secrets of documents that they kept redacted. What are they hiding? They don't want people right exactly it's it's been what 60 years or what was it like 20 yeah 60 years right and they're still covering up information and uh you know what this topic reminds me of is uh of some statements from another very famous president who was assassinated can you guess who uh lincoln ah, yeah that's right another beloved president that uh that had a, a, a you know somebody shot him in the head and you know just wanted to show this statement here and this is all tied to my you know big question of why why did this assassination happen here's a quote from lincoln it says i have two great enemies the southern army in the front of me and the bankers in the rear of the two the one in my rear is my greatest foe the one at my rear is the greatest foe what is he talking about here he literally had a, a massive war civil war going on and he's more afraid of the bankers and uh oh man it, it makes me makes me curious and uh the reason i bring this up is here's another theme here lincoln allegedly allegedly could have been murdered for issuing interest and debt-free money. And whenever I get into how this is associated with JFK, you're gonna see the connection here is, uh, it, uh, it associates John Wilkes Booth as a I'm gonna have to literally bleep both of those words out, sent from Europe working on behalf of the Rothschilds, who these are people directly tied to the Federal Reserve System today that was then instituted in the early 1900s. And, and let me read this quote from Lincoln. Lincoln said regarding the importance of the government printing money, the government should create, issue, and circulate all the currency and credit needed to satisfy the spending power of the government and the buying power of consumers. The privilege of creating and issuing money is not only the supreme prerogative of government, but it is in the government's greatest creative opportunity by the adoption of these principles, the taxpayer will be saved immense sums of interest. Money will cease to be a master and become the servant of humanity. 
And why is this significant, Jeremiah? This is significant because this is a very similar thing that JFK was also doing at the time. And we see that, you know, Abraham Lincoln, you know, his great enemy, the bankers, allegedly had a tie to the assassin that killed him. And what do we know about JFK? Well, we know that during his presidency, he signed a very particular uh, executive order. And uh, executive order 11110. What is this executive order? And how is it tied to the possibility that the Fed, the, the Fed, Re Federal Reserve, right? Those people that issue our money, that keep the continuing system of debt enslavement on our populace going, uh, how could they be related to the death of JFK and, and to all these MK Ultra mind brainwashed people that probably carried this out in this conspiracy that was pinned on Oswald, right? Well, yep. let me share with yep. you uh, the Wikipedia page for Executive Order 11110. And, uh, and it says this, um, the executive order amended another executive order by delegating to the secretary of the treasury, the president's authority to issue, issue silver certificates. This is silver backed currency basically. Right. Mm -hmm. And here we go down and we can look at, uh, the JFK assassination theory is actually in this, uh, article. And it says here, a guy named Jim Mars in his book, Crossfire presented the theory that Kennedy was trying to rein in the power of the Federal Reserve. And just so you guys know who are watching, you might not be aware of this, but the Federal Reserve is a private company. It is not a, an arm of the United States government. It is a private sector, uh, basically a private corporation that calls themselves the Federal Reserve. You know, this is tied to kind of uh, word witchcraft and, and hoodoo you know, to, you know, pull the wool over people's eyes, right? And it says, and that the forces opposed to such actions might have played at least some part in the assassination. And uh, this guy who wrote the book alleges that the issuance of Executive Order 11110 was an effort by Kennedy to transfer power from the Federal Reserve to the United States Department of Treasury by replacing the Federal Reserve notes with silver certificates, <laughs> which is what this whole executive order was about. And, uh, you know, this is the kind of stuff that can get us in trouble, unfortunately, talking about, you know, these uh, issues with the current monetary system and, and how they uh, really, it, it's a nefarious debt-based system uh, with families like the Rockefellers and, and the Rothschilds and, and all these people that were involved there's even an interesting aspect to the sinking of the Titanic. I don't know if you know about that. Have you heard about the how the Titanic could be tied to this whole monetary conspiracy? I've never heard that one. <clears throat> well, just briefly, I know we could probably tie this in with our future discussions about the JFK conspiracy, is there were many people that were on the Titanic, many very rich millionaire, billionaire type people that were directly opposed to the formation of the Federal Reserve System and the monetary system that we now see ourselves under here in the United States. And they were on the, the Titanic when it sank. So it was almost like in one fell swoop, 
all of the opponents to the monetary system that not only JFK, but Abraham Lincoln also opposed way back in the 1800s um, that that these people all were taken out in that uh, tragic event with the Titanic. And man, there is so much to this. And, and I, I love just asking the question, why? You know, why was JFK assassinated? Why all the deception around who took him out, right? And I think it's because, once again, back to what we've talked about before, the love of money is the root of all evil, you know? Yeah. Yep, and we could do yep. future episodes about more of the JFK theories and sites and whatever. You guys just let me know in the in the comments down below what exactly you you want me to show in Dallas since I'm here. You know, It'd be fun. I'm sure the audience has a lot of their own theories, possibly revolving around the topic. So, what what's that email people should submit things to? Submit at skibanewsnation.com. Sweet. Awesome. All right. Well, well what you do you want to do, do some now? memes? Let's do some memes. Oh yeah. All right, meme me up. All right. Oh, man, I love how you say meme me up. What is that? That reminds me of something, Jeremiah, the way you're saying meme me up. What does that remind me of? Beam me up. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam us up, Mr. Scott. Right? <laughs> right on. Yeah, we... We have some really interesting memes, and and uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll share some memes, and I'd love to get your feedback and, and what your thoughts are. Um, starting off here, I know we're still in Pride Month. I know I'm hitting it a little heavy, everybody. Uh, you know, addressing the 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 modern push for sodomy and the the transgender agenda and the uh, kind of the grooming of the next generation, whether it's in Marvel movies, Disney movies, you know, TV shows, media. Uh, but I found, <laughs> in relation to kind of the, the conflict in Ukraine, um, I found this interesting uh, picture here, and it says this. Uh, <laughs> this is Russia's new straight pride flag. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's definitely an agenda to effeminize the American populace, and that's why I thought this Russia's straight pride flag was hilarious, because it's uh, direct directly related to this hilarious video that I wanted to show you that compares the Russian recruitment video for their military and the recruitment video for the U.S. military. And you're going to get a huge kick out of this. And uh, let me know what you think uh, once I show this video, Jeremiah. It's, it's hilarious. All right. Russian army. And this video went viral, as I said, because somebody looped it together with an ad from the American army. And it's an incredible, just a truly incredible juxtaposition of the way one country behaves in a serious manner and in the way another country behaves, unfortunately, the United States in a completely unserious manner. This was retweeted by all, all sorts of people, including Ted Cruz. And then of course he started getting called a Russian asset and everything else. So first let's show you this Russian army video. It, uh... 
первый день твоей новой жизни. Что ты знаешь о себе? На что ты способен? Вопросы могут остаться без ответов. Но разве ты сможешь узнать тебя? Познать границы своих возможностей? К черту границы. Ты готов ломать себя? Да, потому что без врага нет боя, а без боя нет победы. Но на самом деле, главный враг вчерашний ты. Твоя задача выследить врага, догнать его, превзойти, стать лучше, чем он, и вернуться назад. All right. I don't speak Russia, but I, Russian, but I assume he was saying something to the effect of, you know, we're serious people and I've got to go do something and I'm fighting for my country and that's what we're going to go do. I also think Dan, what was it Dan Snyder? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder of Justice League probably directed that thing. You can see, you don't even need to know exactly what he's saying to understand. And whether you think it's propaganda or not, and we can have all of those debates, but what you're seeing is the Russian government is putting out an ad saying, we want soldiers, we want to be able to defend our country. We're going to do what we got to do. Now, allow me to show you what the U.S. Army put out last week. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. Standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class. I found it a way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. <laughs> oh, man. Just those two comparisons. Wow. That makes me feel real safe. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's crazy that our society here in the Western world is becoming so spineless, so effeminized, so politically correct. And then what this, you know, other country that definitely has a different perspective on how the world should run is rooting on their soldiers to be these menly men to go and defend their country and to do this or that. And uh, and then what they're trying to recruit into our military is you should is be ashamed of being a manly man, oh, right? Oh man, exactly. It, it it's it makes me think. You know, you know all these cultures throughout history that have fallen because they they delved into sexual immorality, into sodomy, into you know all these these things that create a very weak class of men. It reminds me of that that phrase that weak men create hard times. Hard times produce strong men. Strong men produce weak. T uh, strong men produce good times, and then those good times roll back over to producing weak men, and then the cycle repeats. And uh, man, I just wanted to show that because while all of the United States and all of our country uh, companies are promoting the rainbow flag, saying, "Look how." how beholden to the beast system we are. Look what's being promoted on the other side of the world. Uh, very fascinating. And uh, and we, there's actually a, an interview I saw, and, and I'm not a proponent. I'm not a pro-Russian propaganda by any means. I, I think there's you know propaganda in all of these countries, in all of the world stage. Everybody has their skeletons in the closet. But I will say one of the reasons that I saw in a, a, a press conference from Putin that they were justifying the war in Ukraine was because they wanted to stop these very agendas that we saw in this military recruitment video, that the liberalism of the West 
is what's tainting the world to go down a sodomy, anti-biblical, anti-God, anti-family uh, kind of uh, road. And uh, it's just so interesting that in the West we're being so swayed to support the the agendas of political correctness. До последнего времени не прекращались попытки использовать нас в своих интересах, разрушить наши традиционные ценности и навязать нам свои псевдоценности, которые разъедали бы нас наш народ изнутри. Те установки, которые они уже агрессивно насаждают в своих странах и которые прямо ведут к деградации и вырождению, поскольку противоречат самой природе человека. Этому не бывать. Никогда и ни у кого этого не получалось. Не получится и сейчас. And we definitely see, you know, the, the juxtaposition there. But moving on from that topic, uh, but first, did, did he have any other thoughts on, on the, what we saw there? Uh, it's just funny that, that that's more important, the, the gay thing, than having a strong army. Like, that's the important part doesn't make for a strong yeah. army in my, my in my opinion but what do i know you know and and i know I, I started off saying hey guys i know i'm hitting the the pride month topic pretty heavily and, and it's mostly because it's so promoted in the world right now we, there has to be a voice of reason there has to be a voice of truth speaking out against this junk yeah um, we didn't but, ask you know, for this <laughs> here's another funny meme uh, from the Babylon Bee, study shows kids who are homeschooled could miss out on the opportunity to be a gay communist. <laughs> oh. oh man, and and you know, good one on the Babylon Babylon Bee. You know, I I picked this up this from BB sharing some gravy. You know, pointing out uh, a good joke from the Babylon Bee. And I know they do satire, but look at this. We have Pixar's Lightyear is being banned in Saudi Arabia over same-gender kisses. And this follows films like Doctor Strange, West Side Story, The Eternals, and a growing list of major Disney titles that have to be blocked by these countries that, you know, these are Muslim-majority countries. These are people following, you know, similar biblical principles, but definitely, in a way, they're sometimes can appear more, quote-unquote, Christian than a Christian nation does, you know, which is just mind-boggling. I was so um, excited to see that until I heard about that. And then I was like, man, they got to push it upon me again. It's like they keep punching and punching and punching. Here's our logo. <laughs> yep. Once again, it's tied to fear, man. It's tied to the fear of not being politically correct because a, a small minority which is very into grooming generations to then grow up the next crop of sodomites is kind of forcing companies to totally present their message in all of these new media like things and and it's just so mind-boggling that uh, you know such a large populace that should be against uh, the grooming of the next generation for this particular sin you know it's not that this sin is worse than other sins it's just that this is the big sin of this month, and that's why I'm addressing it quite often. Um, but moving on from this topic, Jeremiah, I, I, I've harped on it a little bit, is uh, this funny meme. We, we are in a current record heat wave uh, period of the U.S. Check this out. 
I'm going outside to enjoy the nice breeze. The breeze. Burning your face up. It's so hot. <laughs> That's about how hot it was hot in it was. Uh, Daily Plaza. <laughs> it was really hot that day. I don't know if you could tell. And you're down in Texas, right? Like, you're, you're, uh, is it getting pretty hot down there currently? Oh, man. It, it was 105 uh, that day. Man. Well, I, I wanted to show this funny meme because, in relation to it, is a very uh, significant, probably life saving meme. And it's a, uh, a post uh, regarding sunscreen. And it says this, since the introduction of sunscreen with the chemical oxybenzone, now in 70% of sunscreens, skin cancer rates have risen by 200%. And more people are being diagnosed with skin cancer each year in the U.S. than all other cancers combined. 97% of people tested have oxybenzone in their urine. Look at this conspiracy, bro. I mean. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, it, just, isn't the point of know, sun? The point of sunscreen is to prevent skin cancer, right? But it's giving you skin cancer. Is what that says, right? Exactly. And uh, and and keeping in mind that we're in record heat wave temperatures this week and in the coming weeks during the summer, I just wanted to throw that information out there just to warn anybody who might not know. Uh, you know, funny meme truthful meme hopefully life-changing and saving um that's uh that's all i got sounds good man all right man all right uh yeah just uh Thanks, Jeremiah, once again, for being a great host and your awesome breakdown of the conspiracy with JFK. Man, I, I think that's so fascinating to just see, like, all of the different angles of looking at that and uh, very interesting. I appreciate it. I thank, you, I thank you for doing the current news because I try to avoid that as much as I can so I get my news from you. So thank you for that and being a great GOAT a great co-host sorry i'm starting to sound like biden supernational depression sorry <laughs> thank you thank you you know i i can't cover all current news topics but just trying to shed some light in the world of deception and darkness right and, and shout out to jeremiah dirt thank you for your word digging mini dig segment making the meat and potatoes a significant part of Skiba News Nation is very important because that's what Rob was all about. Before Rob passed away, uh, one of his last big speeches that he gave was all about the meat and potatoes. And, you know, that's a big part of my heart, man, is to discuss the word because it, really it, it becomes that light in this world of darkness. And it helps us understand how to kind of look through all of these different topics um, with a, a foundation that helps us not be fearful, not cave the agenda. You know, also shout out to uh, my news correspondent, uh, Lex Eckstein. Uh, thank you, man, for some of your memes and uh, you're keeping me aware of all of the topics. And, and uh, shout out to BB for the gravy uh, and some funny memes over the, over the years. So uh, that's, that's my call out there, Jeremiah. And uh, maybe you can. Uh, give I'd like to thank them too. 
thank you for all your hard work and uh for everybody watching we'll see you in episode what is it five episode five four four four, four. <laughs> see you in four everybody thank you for watching this episode of skiba news nation i hope you enjoyed please like share and subscribe and if you want you can even get skiba news nation gear thank you again for watching and we'll see you next time here on skiba news nation stay tuned <laughs>